I mean, Kurt would have changed a lot for ECW. He would have changed a lot, a whole lot. He would have changed a whole lot for ECW. Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle is, I'll put it this way, for uh, how do I want to say for just in 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 the most basics of terms, for the NWA slash WCW having Ric Flair, and WWF having its Hulk Hogan. Kurt Angle could have been the equivalent for ECW. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Wrestling Marks of Excellence here on 96.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now to today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Wrestling Marks of Excellence here on Fox Sports Radio 1340 AM and 96.9 FM. Always with me is the wizard himself, nephew Corey. What's going on, wizard? Hey, what's going on, man? Good to be here. Good to be here. One week away from WrestleMania. Also with me tonight is my main man, Champ Creed. What's going on, Champ? Hey, I'm always with you as well. I resent that. But yeah, but you know what? Sometimes you're on the road, though. Sometimes you travel, and sometimes me and the wizard. But again, my bad. To make Champ Creed feel good. Also always with me. The main man, Champ Creed, was going on, Champ. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, man, we're, tonight we're going to talk about, we alluded to it a little bit last week, uh, in last week's episode, the Wizard was just dropping some straight knowledge on everybody about in uh, uh, our What If series. We're going to continue, and that was What If Kurt Angle had signed with Paul Heyman ECW in 1996, coming off his gold medal Olympic run uh, from the Atlanta, from the Olympic Games in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you know, ECW had a good roster in 1996. ECW had some momentum in 1996. Uh, you had the two champions at, at this time that held the title in 1996. It was Sandman and Raven, if you remember that storyline with Sandman and Raven in 1996. And now we're talking about what would have happened in the grand scheme of things if we would have put Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle would have accepted the ECW contract in 1996. Wizard, we're going to let you get started. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's interesting where wrestling was in the, in the, in the sense of things in 1996. Um as you know, pretty much the summer of 96, you know, Kurt Angle was out there winning a gold medal. In WCW, the NWO was just starting. In WWE, Shawn Michaels is the WWF champion and rolling strong for what it's worth for over there. Um, Kurt Angle going to, w, to ECW, I think, would have either stifled or made it non-existent. And I'm talking about the cruiserweight division in WCW. And the reason why I say that is because so many of the of the genesis of what became the cruiserweight division in WCW came from ECW, Ray Mysterio, Psychosis. Uh, Benoit was already over there in WCW, but uh, Dean Malenko, uh, Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, these guys came from ECW. I don't think the cruiserweight, the the, the highly critically acclaimed uh, cruiserweight division, the WCW, I don't think that ever ever happens. And there's a ripple effect with that because as much as people don't think the cruiserweights may or may not have been important in 1996, it was very important. It was the thing that made you watch WCW and it was smart because they put it on in the first hour of Nitro to keep you over there so you never switched over. The, the cruiserweights were used to essentially keep you from watching Raw. Because the action was so much different from what you were normally getting from wrestling, in that you stayed over and you watched what the cruiserweight was, cruiserweights was doing. And so, with that being said, I think at that time, I think what you got to look at is all of those rest, true wrestler types would have stayed in ECW with the current angle over there because they would have kept it for the competition. WCW we're always looking at this in hindsight. We clearly know they had the checkbook to bring people over. So that would have been uh, an aspect to factor in. But I think at least on the surface, I think a lot of guys would have considered staying in ECW because of the competition with Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle would have been 
literally their top guy. You would have had to build around Kurt Angle. He was the only real legitimate athlete at that time. So I, I, I think you got to keep him. Not only that with Kurt Angle, but you also bring some money as well. Um, I think because with the advertising, him being the Olympic champion, I would have broken neck. Um, it would have made ECW that much uh, better. My only caveat to that, Wizard, and I want you guys to chime in on this is, what if, because Kurt Angle, when he came into uh, WWE, had some great training. He went with Bruce Pritchard. He went with those guys, uh, even worked with The Rock and different wrestlers at that time. And his, his, his learning curve was quick because of who he trained with. He wouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. that training he needed in ECW, in my belief. And so it might have been that that learning curve might have been a little bit different. And we may not have had those great matches that we think we would have had because he wouldn't have been trained by some of the best, which were in WWE at the time. Here's what I'm going to factor in. I'll counter your counter with a counter. (laughs) So I think at that time I will die on this hill that WWE was somehow funding and or providing other sorts of help to ECW even at that time. I think he would have gotten the right training. I really do. I think somehow WWE, and that's the other factor, I think ECW would have eventually groomed Kurt Angle for WWE to where he would have been trained. And there were guys over there in ECW that could have got him right. Like I said, remember at that time, even though he's young, Jericho's over there, Guerrero's over there, Malenko's over there, uh, Psychosis, Ray Mysterio. He would have gotten Shane Douglas, Taz, Terry Funk, like all of these guys. He would have gotten set straight. Believe me, he would have been just fine. Got you that, you know. And But you have the coming into the – I had one other guy that was there too. Conan was there in 96 as well. Um, yeah, at that time, yeah, he was. was for a cup okay. of coffee, but yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, for a cup of coffee. Uh, but, um, you know, so you look at Kurt Angle's move there. And we talked to Kurt Angle in ECW in 96. Um, how would that have changed the his landscape in the whole grand scheme of things? Because we, again, the whole American, he wouldn't have got to the, uh, he would eventually, I think he eventually would have ended up in WWE. No, nonetheless, as you mentioned, whether WWE was funding ECW or not, Paul Heyman sees him, he moves up. Uh, he Look at some of the matches that Kurt Angle could have had uh, in ECW. Uh, two Cold Scorpio was still there. He got to wrestle Two Cold. You also had Dr. Mm-hmm. Debbie Williams that was still there as well in 1996. Yep. So that matchup alone uh, at that time, Steve Williams was still a powerhouse. He still was a uh, wrestling athlete. You don't know who Dr. Debbie Dr. Debbie Williams is. Uh, All American in Oklahoma, right? Wrestler, true wrestler. To me, that was his, that would have been his first feud coming into ECW. Would have been against somebody like Dr. Def Steve Williams, where he can display his wrestling skills as well as his um, athletic ability. Champ, your thoughts? Hmm. Hard pause. All right. Something happened with my mic. Um, Glenn, I'm going to tap my microphone and tell me if it's picking up on your end. You ready? Yeah. Are you getting that? Yeah, I hear that, but I got a little. Yeah, you can hear it. All right. Hold on. Wait, let me, let me try again. Cause you said you were getting feedback, right? Yeah. You hear a little. I I think I hear feedback. I I don't think it's necessarily from me because, um, hold on. My headphones are in. Hold on. How about now? Now you good now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hold I on one sec. Ay, ay, ay. Sorry for this, fellas. Now you good. That's why we got editing. All right. How about now? You good now. All right. I'm going to tap one more time. Yeah, I'm good. Check. All right. I hear you. You got that? Hey. Yeah, I got the tap. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so let's just continue transition back in from your other question. Um, other, no, yeah. we good. 
pick, just pick up from where you at with your thoughts on what how how if Kurt Angle had went to ECW, what impact would he have had? We just you can pick up from there because I already I already right. threw it to you. So so here are my thoughts. Um, Kurt Angle was a um a very unique talent. He picked it up very quickly. He had the Olympic pedigree. He had uh the look, the mic skill. He he had everything that he needed. Um, and just knowing the character that he developed in WWE to have that particular character in the cesspool, the moral cesspool of ECW (laughs) is nothing but money, nothing but money. And now you figure creatively what you could do with that character, Mm -hmm. you know, he walked out on that Raven segment. So let's say that Raven segment doesn't go get to that level, right? He comes in, you could start him in a feud with Raven. You could start him in a feud with Sandman and it's off to the races, right? Just because. Let me ask you this champ. Let me interject this in and ask you this. Cause I think I, the inevitable moneymaker of the feud would be him and Taz. Do you start yeah. off with that or do you build to, I guess at this time, you're building to Barely Legal, which is ECW's first pay-per-view. Are you saving Taz and Kurt Angle for then or are you giving? Are you doing Taz and Kurt Angle right out the gate? Well, if you do it right away, you can have a shoot match, which... I think the audience at that time would appreciate that. Like you could have a legit shoot, work shoot, hook, hook. Uh, I mean, th- there's so many different ways you could go about it just from a, a in-ring standpoint. I personally would build towards it, what have you, but I can understand if you go to that right away. So now let's talk business landscape. Sure. At this point in time, WWE, they're providing resources for ECW to stay afloat, right? Yeah, I'm almost convinced of that. It's never, it's never been documented, but it kind of is, is common knowledge at this point that they're funding them. Right. So mm-hmm. if you have a situation where they're funding them, they're financing them, And WCW is at this time, they're flourishing, right? Yeah. Yeah. NWO has just been born, basically. So So you're still going to be the third tier, uh, the third wheel on the wrestling uh, cycle, right? Mm -hmm. But when WCW dies down and they're acquired, WWF, cuts that funding because now they got to take care of WCW business. So now you virtually have two companies. You have WWE and you have ECW. ECW. Yes. Yes. Now, the only thing with WCW, though, remember, they didn't continue WCW from what it was. They remember they only acquired the, the names and the, the, the rings and the, the, the rights and the uh, television, the, the video, the video yep. library. Yeah, but you still have administrative things that you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, I think, yes. Maybe yeah, I yes. misunderstood that. I think I think I thought I, I think I thought that you said, as far as the operations of WCW, as far as them continuing as a wrestling uh, organization. No, 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 no. I hear what you're saying now. No, you still have administrative things that you need to do, and you don't necessarily want to start. You you don't necessarily want to keep pouring money into ECW to which at this time they're still not really doing that great however they Uh are moving into that TV situation with Spike which is very key now you have Mm -hmm. the ECW brand the WWE brand and we go back to this like we talked about on the previous show the emergence and the influence of UFC at this time so now what Paul Heyman can actually do is Paul Heyman can offer Kurt Angle to the UFC before 
Brock Lesnar goes to the UFC. You put mm. Kurt, you put Kurt Angle. I thought I said Kurt Hefner. You put Kurt Angle. <laughs> you put Kurt Angle in the UFC, right? And you bring right. him back to do double duty with ECW and UFC on Spike TV. Now you're looking at a game changer here because you're going to start bringing in new audiences. And since we're going to go this what if path, being as though Kurt Angle is a better wrestler than Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar won the title after what was it? Three matches, four matches. Three. Uh, he, no, won he, it, he, he won he, it on his third one. He won it on his thing against Randy Couture, right? Right. So now, yeah. Let's say Kurt Angle, who's in ECW at this time, wins the title. And now you have Kurt doing double duty under one network umbrella with two companies. This turns ECW into a powerhouse now. And it's amazing how in two episodes of What If Wrestling, I have ECW emerging the better. <laughs> it, it's just so happy. You're just being you know, a homer. No, it <laughs> just so happens that they, they, they just had, they had things in place, but so many bad breaks. Just, yeah, I get just, it. Just so many bad breaks. You know, they didn't um, have the money either, though, man. They, but they, they, that's, Kurt, that's, but that's what Kurt Angle would have bought. Uh, he, Kurt Angle would have brought the money. He would have brought in the game. money. Yeah. He would have brought in the money because everybody, he's the American hero. He won with a freaking broken neck. And he's draped in, I remember, 1996. We're coming off you know, the Gulf War and all this other stuff. The American hero there. So he puts on the, he puts on the, he got his stars and stripes. He goes on the network. Look, wait, hold face, on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, G. Hold on, G. Forget, look, and we're not even thinking about this. Think about the level of blue chip sponsors that you get when you're in the Olympics. Like you can sell sponsorship yeah. and advertising packages off of Kurt Angle alone. So now, yes, all maybe those... locally, maybe right. locally. The problem is though, champ, is that it, it was wrestling. Is wrestling the most marketable sport coming out of the Olympics? No, it's not. But remember what Vince used to do at the at the um, at the Nat P convention when he used to go take Ultimate yeah. Warrior posters and memorabilia and they mm -hmm. used to set, they used to sell the shows to regional broadcasters you could take a Kurt right. angle and sell them to regional broadcasters and get that regional advertising just off the strength of him being a gold medalist the story alone the Kurt angle story is what you sell to advertisers the story of the way he grew up his brothers his family the things that he had to go through never giving up never quitting sound like the sound like the other guy right Say eat your vitamins, say your prayers, so you could build that up. And advertisers at the time, everybody was American-based. People loved that type of hero. And that's where yes. people love that story. But see, that's where I was going to allude to. There's two small things that kind of lead to Champ's point. At this time in 96, ECW is not national yet. They're still regional in the tri-state area. And... That would be Kurt Angle would have been a good way to market that. However, with that, with you marketing Kurt Angle, yes, that's a great thing to sell to advertisers. But the advertisers would be like, "Well, what's the rest of your show like? How in the world are you going to explain what the rest of that show is like <laughs> with, with you know, with with you know Francine and Beulah and all them running around with nothing on or mm. whatnot?" And I'm hypothetically speaking, but I'm saying just. It would have been interesting for the kind of sponsors that initially you would have thought would a Kurt Angle would bring in, how long they would stay based on what the rest of the product was at that time. But it's Pennsylvania based too. He's 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 a darling of Pennsylvania, where he's from. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, you're you're gonna like regionally, locally, you are going to make money. And here's the thing. Oh yeah, you can do no wrong. Yeah. The money, the money that you'll be making off of that, and just off of him, dare I say, a character, the caliber of Kurt Angle, I think some companies would would overlook 
Francine, Beulah, Sandman. I, I, I think what he brings to them is a level of prestige and, and that would be juxtap the, the, the juxtaposition to Kurt Angle's prestige and what everything else that they had going on is sure. amazing. But I do believe he brings in money and that money allows them to survive, to go past the TNN uh, financial problem issues that they had in like 99, 2000, 2001. I believe it gets them to Spike TV, right? And then I believe Kurt Angle goes on either the ultimate fighter or they hot shot him like they did Brock. And I think we got something. Here's, here's a question for you guys in which may, you may or may not know. Here's what I wonder. It, it just That's what I love about these what ifs is that some all of a sudden hits my brain. I'm like, hmm, what if? Or in, along the same lines of what if? Where is, I guess you could say, where is the WWF relationship with NBC at this point, because NBC is pretty much the number one uh, producer or whatever of the Olympic Games, and I just feel like somebody as smart as Paul Heyman could have parlayed some kind of deal with having Kurt Angle into somehow getting time on NBC. I agree. I can see that happening. And it. If that happens, that I think is more than anything the game changer that if ECW gets on a national platform, I think that's what hurt them for so long is that they by the time they were on pay-per-view, but they never had a consistent raw or nitro type of deal with a national network. Once they got that, it was almost like ECW was almost dead at that point. And then they got the deal with Spike or TNN and it raises them up a little bit, but then they become little brothered on their own station by WWF. And it's to the point where you're like, Oh, you could see ECW's dying a slow, unfair death. I guess you could say. Hmm. I mean, all right, you go, you jump in Gilo. No, no, I, de I definitely can see that, man. I mean, it can, it can happen. As you were saying, I, I thought about this, you know, thinking about the story, you always hear the meeting that Kurt Angle had with Vince. I don't like, I don't want to lose, right? Well, he didn't want to lose. Mm -hmm. and, and so when you go to ECW, um, how those boys oh, lose back, how does the boys in the back <laughs> take that, right? Right. He, oh, he got stretched out. Right. He, he got, got stretched out and set straight. <laughs> right. The boys in the back there. And does that, does that, environment right turn Kurt Angle off from pro wrestling altogether where Vince never has an opportunity to get him that that at ECW if he went to the ECW first and didn't go to WWE and Jim Rostam couldn't recruit him when he goes to in ECW and he gets turned off by pro wrestling and he could still take the route that chat was talking about being in the UFC because at, at, as a wrestler there's nothing else for you after the Olympics, unless right. you return back to the Olympics, or you you're gonna have to find a real job or do and, something. And here, here's the deal: the Ultimate Fighter started in 2005 on Spike TV, which is around the same time uh, TNA got over there. So that network has always had a love affair with professional wrestling. If Heyman gets over those financial woes, which I think Kurt Angle, at least from a local level, we know would have um, enabled him to do. Look, even if Kurt Angle went on the ultimate fighter and and one loss, good, batter, and different, whatever, he's bringing more fans to the show. If he went the Brock Lesnar route, or let's say he won the ultimate fighter, and then you put him up against, you know, whoever it was at the time. And like I said, Kurt was a... a Kurt, Kurt's wrestling ability in a UFC situation... He would be the highest, the most decorated, and actually the best wrestler on the roster at that time. Not so, in '96, not in '96 the UFC. Because no, if I'm, if I'm no, 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 right. no, 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 not in '96. No, I'm, I'm saying he signs in '96. He right. has a career that goes '96, '97, '98, '99. Locally, he brings in money. 
Okay. Uh, nationally, he enables ECW to sell their shows to regional broadcast networks, right? Gives them more revenue to stay alive, to stay afloat. They have a video game coming up, right? They stay alive long enough to get the video game money. That video game money keeps them alive long enough to we get to 2005 or 2004 when the UFC starts to do business with Spike TV. That's how you get Kurt Angle to that level of his career, doing double duty under one network umbrella. Okay, I got you now because I thought you said about the '96 because '96. Oh no, UFC, no, yeah, '96 UFC was still if you were you, you still were your team. Yeah, you still starting. You had your Dan Fries, you had your uh, mm. Ken Shamrocks, your what was the mm. other cat name? Um, Hoist uh, Grace, Grace, your Dan Severin. Dan Severin. Mm -hmm. You take Abbott's. Now he could have went over there and made some money, um, but it still wasn't where it was at. Uh, where it was at where you're talking about, you know. So back to Wizards' point, if Heyman was somehow able to get a deal with NBC or at that time where they were running all the Olympics and were able to put Kurt Angle's face on that and or have NBC slide him some bread, because the problem with ECW was they never had enough money. And so Kurt Angle would have been that guy who could bring them that money that they needed. He wasn't going to make, he wasn't going to do t-shirt calls like Bubba and Diva on. And when you called the hotline, you was talking to Tommy Dreamer or nothing like that. But he <laughs> was, he was going to be the, I'd hate to say cash cow, but he was going to yeah. be the guy that he, he was going to be the guy that you can parade around and get investors. And Heyman would be good at that, getting investors. Champ, you said something last week. Uh, Heyman had a good niche at calming down that ECW crowd. They listened to him. He was their leader. Right. Right. I think they, he could have kept the dogs off of Kurt Angle long enough to make enough money. My question, my I got my question. My question is to uh, Wiz. You ready for this one? You ready for this yeah, one? Yeah, I'm ready. Yep. All right. So, obviously, at this time in the scenario, we got uh, Kurt Angle's doing well. Business is surviving. Everything's doing right. At what point, at what point, does talent decide to jump to ECW and what talent would it be, if any? From this from, from WWF this, at the time? Yeah, from this WWF from this window of 2001 to say 2005. 2001 to 2005. Uh, the Hardys. I think the Hardys go over. I think. Uh, Trying to think who's at the top at that time was Rock. I, was, I don't think any of it, it. Maybe some of the ECW originals build themselves up and go back. Maybe Dudley's or something. I think the Hardys are definitely a product that would have went over. Um, I don't see your Rocks, Triple H's, Stone Cold's. Maybe Mick Foley goes back. That's another one. Do we get uh, do we get Jericho stays in WWF? What'd you say? Do we get Elix Skipper in ECW? Um, maybe because he went over to TNA at that point from WCW once they went out of business. I mean, so maybe. Okay. Okay. So which Elix would have done very well in ECW. Right. He would have just been on the. They'd have slid him right into the Too Cold Scorpio role. Basically. Right, right. And, and now I'm starting to think all of the TNA talent who they had at that time in that 2000, 2001 to 2005 window, I think. Yeah, that, I mean, look, as, as, as racially stereotypical as it is, you probably could have threw our truth right in there with, with New Jack. Right. I'd you buy really could have. Yeah, I would that. too. So now we have our, so now we have our, so now, okay, so now we're, now we're dealing with a different scenario. So now we're taking a TNA talent, putting them ECW. So you got a young R-Truth, right? Who ironically. Oh man, punk, punk. Right, you got punk. a young, think, yes, think of this roster now. Think of this roster. Yeah. You got a young punk over there. So now you're talking about a CM Punk, Kurt Angle coming from doing double duty UFC WWE. You have an ECW powerhouse, and you have a second company now that can compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You're right. You do. You do. But how long does Kurt Angle? Oh, and I, 
also, also a very young but serviceable and very good American Dragon Brian Danielson. He was in TNA. No, but he's he was in ROH at the time. Right, and those ROH right. guys, ECW would have been around for those guys not to have to go to ROH. ROH, or, or no, 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 or even ROH could have been the developmental for ECW. Yeah, for ECW. Yeah. So now Once you have ECW a development. Was gone, ROH fell under WWE for a little bit. Right. So now you have ROH as your developmental underground. WWE, they have, they have FCW, whatever. And with, ROH is based out of right. where? ROH was out of Philly at the time. Philly at, at the, the time, time, right? Yeah. yeah. Just like I thought. Yeah, so they, ROH is based out of Philly. So now you have a, a system to where you have a league. Oh, my God. You know what I want to do? I want to have these episodes, and I want to meet Paul Heyman, and I want to talk to him about these. Because that's already two scenarios. And this is not me being a homer, like you said. This is us just know, having I'm a conversation. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, this is us having this conversation and drawing it out. And it just shows you how, like, because we, we fantasy book different scenarios, mm -hmm. I don't think there's anyone that's booked things like this to the degree that we have. But ECW, mm -hmm. I, I, it's so hard to get over how so many things went right and so many things went wrong at the same time for that company. Yeah. Look, look, even this, you guys, think about this. Dream match scenario, the Dudleys are backing ECW, and you have another young up-and-coming team of Mark and Jay Briscoe against the Dudleys. I'd buy that wow. all day. Yeah, you wow. buy that all day. And, that's, and all this happens because Kurt Angle goes to ECW. Man. And kind of be the... And kind of be their savior, but again, they yeah. want to they want to crucify Raven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, if Raven well, didn't you know, do you that, Sandman, they did that to oh, Sandman. Sandman, crucify Sandman. It was done by Raven. Sorry. Yeah, that that was very mm -hmm. poetic of you. Angle would have been their savior. However, they crucified Sandman. Wow. <laughs> I don't think you get any better than that. I mean, he, again, that uh, is one mistake in history. That changes the course of a company, and that was the one, one mistake that changed the course of the company. And again, we know that WWE got Kurt Angle, and he is a WWE Hall of Famer. There's some things that we wouldn't have got that I thought that we we wouldn't have gotten the Kurt Angle or WWE. Definitely wouldn't have got the Kurt Angle and TNA if he would have stayed at ECW. And we we honest, his his he had did more time in TNA than he did in WWE. And there's some there's an argument out there. His career at TNA was better than, than the one in WWE. Oh, you talking about Kurt Angle? Come on, Kurt Angle. If he you goes to ECW, Angle, right, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah Kurt Angle. Absolutely. If he goes to ECW, he never goes to TNA. Yeah, I don't even I mean, think. Yeah, I mean, no, no, TNA doesn't. We already established TNA won't exist. Like ECW fills in that vacuum. Yeah, but I think TNA still exists. I think Jeff Jarrett still starts another company. And go where? What TV? Because WC, he never started. He was doing pay per views. Remember, WCW still goes out of business. But but he can only do those paper. Wait, was he doing those pay per views before the TNN Spike TV deal? Yes. There's some okay. Wait a minute. Let, let, let's make sure we're ask, answering this right. Right. You're saying was he doing the pay per views before Impact before TNA was on Spike? Before it was on television. Because that's yeah. that's if that's what you're asking, then yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, so 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 I don't see okay, I see WWE with USA, I see ECW with uh Spike TV, I see Jeff Jarrett doing his pay-per-view one-offs, and guess what happens? He stays the pay-per-view one-off guy, and then ultimately the talent, where is he gonna get the talent from if that talent is in ECW? Because now Paul has enough money to do contracts, unless mm -hmm. He says, hey, I'm going to do for you, Jeff, uh, how they used to do in the indies, being as though you have no, no television or the old system. You don't have any television, but I'll let you use my wrestlers for your pay-per-view. I don't see that happening. I don't think, I don't think yeah. Jared and TNA gets off the ground. I can see that. I, I can see that. I think there's not a necessity for that because – 
remember TNA is born out of the out of the uh, the the des- descending of WCW and ECW. Both are gone, and and TNA comes into the ranks. Right. There's no there's no need for a TNA if if there's a second company period let alone with for the sake of conversation it being ECW if there's already a second promotion there's no need for it because you just go there I think Jeff Jarrett would just eventually ride off to the sunset I don't think he has a, a need or a purpose to compete as a third you know brand because like Champ was saying a lot of the talent is just going to end up in ECW anyway anyway yeah but so does his roster, does the ECW roster become massive or they still keep it? Now you now with this roster, you're gonna have to start changing venues with money, you're gonna have to start going on the road. Yeah, yeah. and, well, and, 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 and they don't have the money to do that. And but, but not even that, but not well, only look. that, now you now you have Vince who's pulling, see what you have down there and making it lucrative for some people to come. Again, which I believe. The angle may start in ECW, but eventually he would go to WWE. But 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 you I know said what? that earlier. That, that I did yeah. say. Yeah, but you know what? By that time, like you said, okay, let's say they hit the road. So we know mm-hmm. they were strong in Philly. They also had uh, syndication deals with broadcasting networks in Chicago and Indiana, Orlando, LA, Boston, Michigan, Louisiana. San Francisco, Nevada, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Kentucky, North, and South Carolina. They can go on the road and sustain because they were broadcasting oh, yeah, sure. these markets. They were broadcasting in these markets for years. So now, let's say you do poach talent. WWE does poach talent. By that time, Kurt will have already served his purpose and helped build up the next, the next, the next uh, iteration of stars of ECW. And also, if Vince would offer him money, Spike TV, the network, could counter. They could say, hey, Kurt, Vince is going to offer you this, but there's no MMA program. There's no UFC on uh, USA. You don't want to do the brawl for all. We saw how that happened. Stay over here with us will offer you more money. Now the network is going to jump in. It's not just going to be Paul, because now you're going to have a conglomerate. Paul Heyman is going to have a conglomerate behind him with the assi- with Dana White as his sidekick. Bro, Spike TV yeah. backing Paul Heyman and Dana White as his sidekick? Come on now. Like, you, yeah. that, you, can, you can't mess that up. The thing with Heyman and, and, and what was so interesting, this is a guy who could turn chicken shit into chicken salad, right? He just mm-hmm. never had the backing, man. Yeah. He never, he, he's like, 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 like Suge Knight, right? If mm-hmm. Suge Knight didn't dangle vanilla ice out the window to get those royalties, he would have been the greatest record exec producer that never was. You know what I'm saying? But he had yep. the backing to go get Snoop Dogg, to go get Dr. Dre, you know, to, to go sign Tupac from jail. Like, because he had the backing. Paul just never had the backing. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll, I'll throw this caveat in there also. Dare I say the mega match that is Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar probably happens in ECW before WWF. So you how think so? Brock, yeah, explain how, how you get how we get there. So with the partnership that he's mentioning of Dana White and Paul Heyman, I think that lures a Brock Lesnar. Yes, he's recruited by Jim Ross, but I think the success of another true amateur wrestler in Kurt Angle, he sees that in ECW and says, oh, let me go there. Especially with Paul Heyman saying, you all will be the biggest match in ECW history. Come over here and let me make this happen. You and Kurt Angle. So so that means... Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar on the ECW special on NBC. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. They go to NBC? How do they go to NBC? 
I'm saying if ECW can can get on a deal on NBC, if Paul Heyman can 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 finagle uh, that. Okay, to, wait, and, hold, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me jump in. Okay, so you're saying they work up a relationship to the point where now ECW has fulfilled their obligations to Spike TV. They start mm-hmm. looking for another television deal. Paul Heyman yep. packages. He packages. Wait, because when did WWE go on Spike TV? In 2000. Okay, all right. T- television rights. So let's say... Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, man, they just love wrestling over there. So let's say Paul Heyman takes ECW off of Spike TV. Does a deal mm-hmm. directly with... We're going to go with NBC here? Yep. Does a deal with and NBC. you reverse it and, and and WWE is off of USA and then goes to Spike TV. Yep. Okay, because that actually they did go to Spike TV for a time. They would just go later. Yep. So now you're saying the big the big Saturday night's main event would yep. be Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle on NBC. Yep. Yep, Kurt Angle returning from the Olympics, you know, from a thriving wrestling career, steps back into the wrestling ring against another wrestler in NCAA heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar on the home of the Olympics, NBC. Oh, it's, it's you can sell it. I mean, it's, it's that's money right there. You you definitely can sell that. Yeah, um, especially the way you if you build and book Kurt Angle again. ECW changes, and Paul said it. ECW was going to change anyway. It wasn't going to be the um, the way that it was when we watched it. It had to change over time, and Kurt Angle was going to help speed up that change because they knew they needed to change to make the money. And so now you can get a Brock Lesnar and a Paul Heyman because the image of ECW had cleaned up a little bit, and you still kept your cult following that they had, and you mm-hmm. added new fan, you added new fans, and you added the realism to it because it wasn't gonna, Paul Heyman wasn't going to do characters, right? He wasn't going to do WWE characters. Right. No. He was going to do realness and keep it as real as possible. And so that's what he was going to do. I can even see going back to Kurt Angle, see Kurt Angle with a Bill Alfonso as a manager. And not so, only that, oh, on top of that, the seriousness of an athlete of Kurt Angle Fighting the 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 cult hero babyface Rob Van Dam. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or the, you can get a lot of mileage the, out of Kurt. Mileage out of that. The mileage out of the Kurt Angle coming cleaning up ECW. That was his. That's yep. his whole thing. I'm coming to coming clean to... up ECW, but you got RVD coming out there. You know the whole marijuana gimmick right. <laughs> is RVD. And he goes and he goes through he goes through Sandman, the beer and the smoking the cigarettes. He goes through tap. Oh my I mean, goodness. Can you imagine the, the Kurt Angle, the Kurt Angle random segment that drug tests his RVD before their match? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talk about great TV. Like, come on. Kurt apple pie, white whole milk, Kurt Angle. Drug testing RVD. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine the second Yo, you get out of that? And you know, you know what we're missing here? We're missing one of the key marquee rivalries that we could actually have is Kurt Angle and Shane Douglas. Yeah. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh. They're both from Pittsburgh. Right. 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 <laughs> like a Kurt Angle. You could take that to high school, man. Like you can go back. Well, how yeah. old is Kurt now? How old is Kurt now? Let me see how old is Kurt. Because Shane Douglas is like 55, 56. Let me see. How old is Kurt? Kurt's gotta be what? Mm. Kurt, Kurt is 53. So Shane, Shane Douglas yeah. Shane Douglas is a few years older than him. But you can yeah. still bring, like you said, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you man. kidding? Especially Kurt Angle playing the heel and saying I listen I I am Pittsburgh I saved Pittsburgh I'm every basically how Miz does Cleveland I got out of mm. here and I moved to Hollywood Kurt Angle I I cleaned I won this gold medal for America 
and I don't need Pittsburgh anymore. I'm I'm the American hero, and Kurt yeah. and, and and Shane Douglas comes out as the savior of Pittsburgh. Oh, the creative. Yeah. Oh, the creative. I mean, Kurt would have changed a lot for ECW. He would have changed a lot, a whole lot. He would have changed a whole lot for ECW. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is. I'll put it this way. For uh, how do I want to say it? for just in 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 the most basics of terms, for the NWA slash WCW having Ric Flair, and WWF having its Hulk Hogan, Kurt Angle could have been the equivalent for ECW. Right. He could have been. ECW was always missing to me. They were always not, and this is no disrespect to the guys that were there because they were top guys themselves. But you never had a Hogan or a Flair equivalent of the type of uh, the, the 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 type of game changing, uh, landscape changing character that they were for those companies. ECW never had that guy never on the roster, or or even or Austin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even a rock or Austin, you know what I'm saying? Like they never had that top guy on their roster. Nah, they never had the household name associated with that company. That company never had the household name. They that commercial free. Yeah, there, thank you. Thank you, G. That's that's the that's the term I was looking for. Thank you. The household it. name was never in ECW. Yeah, they could cross over, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the truth be told, we bring it to today's time. AEW doesn't have a household name. Not yet. Jericho's there. I'll give Jericho that. Yeah. Jericho's there. I'll give Jericho that. I I won't I won't knock Jericho. It, it, I'll, I'll now I will say this to your point though, G. Jericho has been so far removed from your your era of VH1 MTV, that type of thing, that he may have lost some of his notoriety in the household based on that. But I would still call Jericho a household name. I would. I no, would. But when I think of household names, I think of guys that you could put on something, right? And and everybody knows who they are. Um, uh, that you could. Uh, Jericho's do. there. I think Jericho's there. Okay, I do. He's not in his prime, but you know, no, he's, he's not, not his prime anymore, though. No, it's not. It's not his prime. Uh, no, by no means is he prime. But he's not. But, he's not Cena. But he's, not I, Cena. Yeah. he's not Rock. Right, you know, and I was about to say awesome. that to your point. He's not Cena. He's not Rock. He's not. He's not Roman. And not he's Roman. not. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he's not Roman. He's not Brock. He's not. So I get it. I do get that. Right, and that's we said. Like we said, ECW never had that, and Kurt Angle would have been that. And those guys yeah, bring would. <sighs> Kurt Angle and Shane, oh, Kurt Angle and Shane Douglas. They live within a half hour of each other growing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's a Saturday night ride with your guys to the rival town or the but rival high right. school. But we missing right. one. We haven't even talked about this person though. If Angle comes in as a heel, the Tommy Dreamer babyface with Kurt Angle. Yeah. I think you know what though? Sadly, or, not sadly, and that's no like I said, no disrespect to Tommy. I think Tommy's probably the first victim of Kurt Angle. Not victim, but the first person <laughs> they feed him to. to Kurt Angle, Kurt, Tommy Dreamer is the guy that legitimizes Kurt Angle. Right. He's the win that Kurt Angle needs to, to break him over from going through their developmental, not developmental, going through their kind of mid-card guys. Tommy Dreamer is the main event feud that puts Angle over. Because Tommy Dreamer, like you said, He's a heart and soul ECW at that point. So he's the win Kurt Angle gets to really make you take Kurt Angle and ECW seriously. Right. I think that's the win. And and, and those suplexes through the tables, right? Because you see Tommy Dream. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tommy Dream. He's going through a table with a suplex. Don't be mistaken, though. Tommy Dream is going to get all kind of cane shots off on on Kurt. That's going to be Kurt's initiation, also. Like a bloody wow. Kurt Angle beats Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, I see that. All yeah, right, and that, I see that. And that's and that's money there. Kurt Angle 
if Heyman could have pulled that off, it would have changed the landscape of ECW in WWE. I yeah. think WC, and think about it. You have three, you don't have three weak companies, right? Because you still have NWO going over in WCW, right? That's probably runs a course, may stay a little longer. You still got the attitude era going up in um, WWE, the Austins that everybody still come up, right? And now you have a third brand, which is knocking on the door to be number two. No, it will outlive number two, which is WCW. WCW, yeah, forward, I, yeah, Glenn, yeah, I agree. With champ. You, there's you, only so, two companies at this. There's point. only two I companies. Think WCW yeah. is, I think WCW. I think it still. I think it kind of survives though. A little bit. No, longer. no, nah, bro. Like it was too much. It was too. Like, remember how we said Paul had all things go right and some things, all things go wrong at the same time. WCW had everything go wrong, like. The, the way they the way that the reason why they collapsed, there's no saving grace in that. Like there there's no possible what if that we can come up with that saves WCW. The only what oh Ooh, wait, actually it is a what if. Oh, it is a what if. A, and that's gonna be on another show. I don't want to give it away. Actually, there, there, there is a what if. All right, we'll save that one for another show. Well, I got one that we can talk about on here with WCW, and it still mm. goes to their demise. I think one of the main key players that leaves WCW and goes to ECW is our, you know, our, our man of the hour that we talked about last week, one of them, Scott Hall. If Scott Hall goes to ECW by himself and not even does the NWO thing, just does just enough that he touches hints on it, I think him going to ECW is a big deal too, a huge deal actually. But 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 wait, that that's wait. So you're saying if Scott Hall goes to ECW, then WCW yeah. stays around? No, WCW's already gone at this point. That's what oh. I mean. I mean oh, WCW's okay, okay. already gone at this point. Oh, okay, Scott okay, Hall, okay. I think, provides a lot. He still has legs on him at this point. By the time WCW's gone, and he yeah. did an ECW show too. Because because yeah, because what yeah. what. But what it does, champ, it goes to your theory. There's no TNA. Remember when Hall left WCW, he showed up at TNA. Yep. He showed up. So therefore, there's no. He TNA. was in TNA the first year. Right. He was in TNA the first year. So there's no TNA. So he goes to ECW. Uh, after his WWF run, or WWF? Yep. Yeah. After w- he got fired from WWF, he was in. He was in TNA. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh! I forgot. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. They become oh. Oh, they're doing business now. They're doing business. You got yeah, Angle over there. You got yeah, Hall got over there. Yeah, he went to TNA, and so he did the TNA. Remember, they That's end yep. up joining, and then remember, they end up joining the band. The group was the band over there, right? Yep. It so was Hall Nash and uh, X Pac over X-Pac. there. Yeah, X Pac over there. So now, no TNA. That's an ECW. Yep. The Wolfpack's an ECW. Why y'all didn't say this when I said the talent go over there? Y'all wait till the end of the damn show to start talking about this. <laughs> because, oh, because it becomes because you think we we run through your scenario and with yeah, my, my scenario, scenario and no, in my scenario, I said you get the whole roster that was in TNA over ECW. Y'all didn't say nothing. If y'all would have told yeah. me the Wolfpack was over there, but they no, because we were talking. Man, listen, we were talking about <laughs> Punk and everybody. Punk was in in TNA at that time, so right. yeah. Wait, hold on. So, like I said, we're going from two th- that window of two thousand to two thousand five, where Angle is still there. Hall gets fired. What was that? Two thousand three or two thousand two? Two, two. So he has a full three years over there, and then Nash comes a little later, right? It was it was a year or two. It was like a Nash- year or two, right? Before Nash came to TNA, I might yeah. have to look it up. No, yeah, it, was, no, it wasn't right now. I don't think it, it wasn't right away. It wasn't right away. Let me see. Now we dealing with higher stakes here. He went to. Yeah, he went in two thousand four, like two thousand four, two thousand five. So yeah, so it was like a two-year difference, and AJ was over there, and then, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, 
So we're dealing with oh, an man. roster. Kurt Angle and AJ Styles. There's so much. Right. There's so much. Right. Kurt Came Angle, AJ Styles. Kurt Angle. You base yo. We'd have got Kurt Angle. We'd have got TNA's triple threat of Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles in ECW. Right. You might have even got Sting over in ECW as well. I agree. Yep. I oh, agree. yeah, yeah, for sure. Sting wasn't touching WWF at that time. No, we right. see him in ECW for sure. Right. right. And so, therefore, Angle going over there could have long, added longevity to the ECW brand by just giving Paul Heyman some money to deal with. Right. Him not he having borrowed money. Mm-hmm. And, again, everybody wouldn't have stayed on a roster. ECW would have been cleaned up. Uh, it wouldn't have been uh, so hardcore as it was. But like Wizard said last week, on the last week, what if, ECW would give you a hardcore match, they give you a five-star wrestling match, and they give you, you know, whatever else, a crazy man match, and all be on the same <laughs> show, and you mm-hmm. were still good, right? And you were still good. I mean, they can give you a match with two, two girls uh, half naked, and they give you a match with New Jack jumping off a 30-foot uh, story. Scaffold. Scaffold or something, you know, and then give you Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero. So and, and then immediately in, in a, after look, wait, Iron Man and, match. Look, and immediately after that programming on ECW, tune in to the debut episode of the Ultimate Fighter, bro. Look, followed by LaFem Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And I know we jumped different years, you know, 2010, but Kurt Angle would have transcended ECW, so it might have stuck around that long. Yeah, I think it, it could have stayed around that. It could have stayed around that long if Angle would have made the decision to go to ECW and Paul Heyman didn't make one mistake that fatal night. And not well, to mention, I agree. Yeah, and not to mention how many wrestlers who might have seen ECW a little bit of uh, liberality, a little bit of more creativity, and how many of those WWE guys we, we mentioned earlier who might have came came back over. Like a Mick Foley who had built a name up and came back down. You know what? I'm gonna make a new drink that we're gonna sell at uh well, we can't sell it at WrestleCon no more. I'm gonna sell it out front of access, and it's gonna be called the Glen Ganya Liberality Drink. Man, because you just said liberality. Man, that word. Listen, that word has never been. You pulled the gorilla monsoon just now. That word, yo. You know the last time that word was popular? When? Oh man, I don't know. You just made it popular right now. (laughs) (laughs) The liberality, baby. Like yo, I heard that word once in my life, and this is the second time. Man, I can't help it if I'm an old soul, dog. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the last time, I, you know, I think I heard it in a speech given by Rutherford B. Hayes, not related, not related to Michael Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, it was said. It last time it was said it was at Lincoln's inauguration. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it all about <laughs> liberality. <laughs> nah, at least I used, listen, at least, at least did, I used did it Bob in the right. Teach you that word. Bob Backlund taught you that oh, word. Costa State, <laughs> University, <Coffee> State University. <laughs> <laughs> liberality. That sounds like something Jericho would have said when he was in a suit in 08. That sounds like something <laughs> Papa Pump would have said in the promo after starting a math. <laughs> <laughs> That Michigan education he received. Right, right. You know, so, again, Kurt Angle would have changed the whole landscape of yeah. wrestling. And it would have, we would have been better for it. Because we still yeah. would have had, and when I said three companies, we still would have had a years where there were three th- thriving companies. Yeah, yeah. Leading up to the demise of WCW. So, it would have been good. And then, Wizard, I thought you mentioned earlier, that cruiserweight guys would have jumped over your Hoover two Guerreros and guys like that. It would have came. Yeah, like I said earlier in the beginning of the show, 
I don't think the cruiserweight renaissance of WCW ever happens because ECW would have would have been the place for the cruiserweights to be. So that means if the renaissance of WCW uh, cruiserweight never happened, that means WCW dies quicker. Yeah. W yeah. WWE one dies quicker. Yo, I can't wait till we do this. What if with WCW? Yo, oh my god, that is gonna be oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So that cruiserweight division will be no longer. So Kurt Angle again, a chess move that did not happen, and we got what we got. Yeah, liberal. Which wasn't which wasn't bad. <laughs> which wasn't bad at all. Right. But we could have got liberality much is great. That's going in the everyday vocabulary. Um, I guess final thoughts. I mean, this yeah. is yeah. yeah final, final thoughts. Hey, champ. Um, Go ahead, Wizard. Go. I, I, I think Kurt Angle is, it just shows how important he was to wrestling. And has, as you mentioned earlier, it's crazy. I think if he doesn't, it's crazy to think, because other than him going back to WWE, those, those two years or so he was there on TV, that pretty much changed the entire landscape of what people thought of his career. Because as a wrestling watcher, for me, I I associated Kurt Angle with TNA. And I know a lot of people even still didn't, even after he went over there, they were like, oh, he's still a WWE guy. He's a WWE guy over there. That just shows the volume of what WCW, I mean, of what WWE holds in people's minds. Because honestly, his wrestling career is TNA. He was in TNA for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, you know, for the most part, um. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's just crazy to where how much Kurt Angle's name really holds weight in the world of wrestling. So I'm glad he's glad glad it, his career went the way it did wrestling wise. And but the what if, as we talked about, was all it will always be there. Yeah, I I just like to to think about you know there was a fight with Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington at the last mm-hmm. UFC event. Right. And Colby Covington comes out to Kurt Angle's music, right? And this is a UFC crowd. And we've long talked about the distinction. If you go back in the archives, you'll hear all about the distinction. The, what was the word that I used to use, G? Uh, Mr. Vocabulary 2022. The, com- <laughs> um, the, the, the conversion. Yes, the conversion, uh, convergence. Yes, the convergence of the fan bases. And when Kobe Covington comes out to Kurt Angle's music, uh, is that a Jim Johnston creation? Was it? Yeah, metal. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah. My, my man Jim's still alive, pump, pump, pumping out the hits. But the crowd automatically chants, "You suck!" And to have a UFC crowd to know how to do that on cue tells you that they were once Kurt Angle fans when he was a professional wrestler. And I just think that. The fact that he made the decision not to go to ECW, uh, our show just answered all of the questions and just think about the matchups and the scenarios and what could have been. But nonetheless, it happened how it was supposed to happen, and he had a great career, and I'm glad he got a chance to do his victory lap in WWE. Yeah, I'm glad he, glad he did. Kurt Angle was one of those guys who transcended uh, the sport of wrestling. Um, if you you know you look at Kurt Angle and the way that he did um, what he did, I believe that he if he doesn't go that route, and I'm not, I haven't wasn't there, but I think Jim Ross did use Kurt Angle's name to recruit Brock Lesnar. Oh, and you look and at before, and look at some I, of the other wrestlers. Now look at some of the other wrestlers who came. Your Shelton Benjamins and those guys. Your Chad Gables now, uh, who look up to a Kurt Angle. Um, Kurt Angle is that guy where. As a matter of fact, not even Chad Gable. Look at a Gable Stevenson, uh, who just won his NC, the NCAA championship for the second time, uh, and also Olympic uh, Olympic gold medalist, uh, is making his way to the WWE because of guys like Kurt Angle. So when you look at Kurt Angle and what he has done in this sport, um, he is one of those guys that can change an organization. You know, we always got those things on the internet: who do you draft first, or who do you put in your organization, who do you put in your your wrestling company. You take a guy like Kurt Angle and you put him in your uh, in your wrestling company because he can be a great baby face or he can be a great heel. 
uh, and you can come out on top. Uh, when you talk about the song, uh, you know, uh, everybody's chanting when his theme come on, and, uh, everybody's saying, you know, you suck. It's, it's two themes like that that everybody knows, right? Pop them circumstance, because I don't know how many people that at a graduation, when that comes on, don't think Macho Man Randy Savage, right? right. And the Kurt Angle song, because when it comes on, you always want to yell, you suck, right? And so those two songs, and Kurt Angle is a, again, he deserves the Hall of Fame. Wish he would have went to ECW just would have seen, seen how that would have panned out. But nonetheless, a great career, great guy. And um, I don't drink milk, but somebody's chugging milk for him right now. Hmm. Okay, they love him. Good dude, man. Good Absolutely. Dude. But was it? Hey, take us home, man. Hey, if you're not confirmed, consider yourself denied. In the story, ladies and gentlemen, good night and enjoy your WrestleMania week.